Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to learn a Mishnah. I need see. I need a daven for Siyata Dishmaya. I want to learn a Mishnah with the Chevra. I want to learn it, but it's we're going to read words all of us know already. We're going to talk about a concept that me and you know. I want. To, I promise a big part of my own success in my life hangs on how much I'm at Sliach in this point, how successful I am in this point, and a big part of your life hangs in how successful you are with this point. It's so crucial for everything we're working on here and everything you'll ever work on in your life. So please come study with me. We're not, we're not going to say wild chedushim. We're just going to nail life. Please open your heart to a Mishnah it's funny, it's funny, people were talking about Shabbos and a conversation broke out this morning of the fresh view of Reb Nissim, that he has such a fresh view of Yiddishkeit, a person embracing, and sometimes we get used to things, we don't see. There's a Mishnah that's so beautiful, what it's saying, please open up your hearts and open up your minds. Please, let's, let's together hug a Mishnah and get hugged by the Mishnah. Listen to this. Rebbe Lazar HaKafar Oimer. Rebbe Lazar HaKfar says as follows. It's the, this week's parak in Avas. Hakena, jealousy. Hataiva, lust, desire. Vakavid, and the pursuit of false honor. Maitziyin es ha'adam in Removes a person from the world. Very strangely worded Mishnah. All of us know about jealousy. Jealousy is very destructive. It's a bad midah. A person could ruin his whole life jealous of the neighbor. How many people see the other guy's car, the other guy's children, the other guy's spouse, the other guy's house? All different things. And how many lives, joy, appreciation are ruined from jealousy? Jealousy is destructive. All of us know that. Lust. How many people spend their life lusting, crazy, unfettered, uncontrolled desires that are just out of control? Desire, desire is a very healthy thing. Desire fuels accomplishment. When we speak about taiva is just lusting for things that have no shaykhs to us. And how much taiva, how many people's lives are ruined from taiva? Not living a reality... When people watch inappropriate things, that's lust. They're just living complete lack of reality. I'm gonna, I don't want to save in the word, the P word, what, what the world is watching a lot of, inappropriate things, is a whole world of lust. And all of us sense there's something destructive. I want to today talk about what it is that's destructive. This Mishnah, which rips jealousy, rips lust, and rips covered the pursuit of honor. Am I, do people see enough of me? Am I thought of enough? These three topics, all of us sense how destructive it is. But you have to, you don't, you have to listen to nuance of a Mishnah. Let a Mishnah, if you think about Rai Shapiro and Talmidei Chachamim, they hear what the Torah is saying to them. We could study this Mishnah. Oh, I learned today, jealousy is bad, lust is bad, pursuit of honor is bad. It's, the Mishnah didn't say it's bad. You didn't listen to the Mishnah. 
The Mishnah spoke to us. It says something, Michal, so profound. The more we're successful at this, the better our life is. Literally, success of my life, of your life, is, is dependent on how you study this Mishnah. The Mishnah did not say that lust is bad. It could write, lust is bad. It's not what it said. It, jealousy is bad. It's true, jealous, del- jealousy destroyed. But it says something very specific. And it says, It removes a person from the world. You know, I'm, I'm, very not, I'm not a literalist. We've spoken about literalists. Literalists don't do well in Waterbury. They struggle more than most. It's, we're very poetic people. It's funny, when you write poetry, Max Aaron is a good poet. Real poets know that when you write poetry, you don't say everything. A very amateur poet writes everything. That's like the opposite of poetry. Poets are... They, they have allegory, which is a muscle. They write brief, and it means a lot. Momo Ringo is a poet. He's not saying everything. He's hinting at things. That's how poets... When we speak about stone caves... What are you talking? We're poetic people. A stone cave is not a stone cave. It's a, it's a situation. It's a difficult situation. Waterbury is a very poetic place. A literalist doesn't even know what we're saying, what we're talking about. A school is very good for a literal guy. The bell rings. It's 3 o'clock. Go to math class. 3.46. Go to city marches to the next class. Sit down. Take tests. We're a place of relationship, of humanity, of people's, their, their personalities, this conversation. We're not a literalist place, we're human. Human is about understanding, about, it's allegorical. We're not, we're not so, we're not literalists. A very literal guy, like, and I'm not a literalist. The Misha says, Kina takes you out of the world. What? Like what? Now, I'm not being a literalist. It's an expression, of course. But what's the expression telling me? What am I visualizing? So I'm not trying to be a literalist. I know it's an expression. But what does even the expression say? Jealousy removes you from the world. No, no, Jealousy is horrible. Jealousy makes you have a miserable life. But it's saying something, the Mishnah. What does it mean it removes you from the world? What did it teach? Mo Muller learned the Mishnah. So just say jealousy is horrible. You have to listen to nuance, to what a Mishnah is saying. And it says something profound. And it's when you get what it's saying, you're a different person. You hear, you actually can become a much better person. Hashem designed a world for each of us. I, say it like this. Say it like this. There's a line. There's a line I like in Chenuch for parents to know: your kid's perception is your reality. When you were a kid, I'll give one example. When I was eight, when I was a youngster, I was with my parents in Camp Heller, and I loved watching sports. And to me as a youngster, the guys all were like seven-footers. They all dunked. The level of athletic capacity was crazy. Because as an eight-year-old, when a guy who's 18 is playing sports, he's like Superman. Every guy was like six-foot-six. They all dunked. They never missed shots. That was the perception of an eight-year-old. And it's very important. 
I'll give you another mushal. I've had many a father, a kid will say to his mom, when I was little, you always told me you hate me. I've heard kids say that to mom. You always said, and mother starts chuckling. She says, always told you that? She thinks, she said, you know, twice, you got me so mad, twice, and I remember both occasions, and I did say twice, so stop exaggerating. The mother is being silly. Because what she doesn't hap to a youngster, the way he took it, and if you don't hap that a youngster sees, sees, sees things different than an adult. So a youngster, you said it twice, feels like you always said it to me. Don't act shocked. He's eight years old. It's like acting shocked. They're not six feet. No, to an eight-year-old, by the way, they were six foot five. That's how a youngster perceives it. People have different perceptions. I'm giving like quick examples in COVID as a muscle. People, COVID, it, it strikes me very fascinating. COVID is a pandemic. COVID's a pandemic. So you would think the whole world had the same story. God gave this disease and the whole world was struck with COVID. Do you know every single guy here could write a separate COVID story? It depends what type of house you were stuck in. Some people have told me it was the best period of their life. Their home, they resolved, they were comfortable, life became simpler. Some people, it was the biggest Gehenim. Some people, everything in between, different discoveries. It struck me a lot when we were, in, we were on Zoom. It struck me a lot. Each person has his own world. It struck me a lot in COVID. Because be, we, we were all a little box on each other's computers. And a guy was like in a different home. Here, we all look like we're sitting in the same room. But the COVID picture is much more... Do you think we're all having the same experience this minute? It depends what your history is, even what you're hearing, how you're perceiving, what it means to you. Right now, we're having 30 different stories. We're each unique, with a unique experience in what's happening. People write on, 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 online my story, and they share their story. We all have very unique journeys and very unique stories, experience things. By the way, two kids in the same family with the same parents, and they can wonder to one kid, like, is suffering. You wonder, your brother went through the same thing. Why is... Because you're two people with two personalities. Even the same thing you experience differently based on your tunai's based... We all have our own world very, very much crafted by Hashem. Successful people live their world. Successful people, Hashem built me a world. In my world has my parents. In my world has my house. In my world exist the details of my world. Successful people are very real to their own world. Lemashal, a person of honor, is very busy in trying to portray his world to get somebody, how somebody else, others' perception. That's the world of covet. The world of jealousy is I'm very busy in his world. I'm very busy what he has, everything but embracing my world. The pieces, the players, the people in my world. I'm going to say something that I want you to hear because it's so opposite the Western world. And I want to tell you that it's possible, such a thing. Pornography is the spitz, it's lust, is the ultimate opposite of my world. 
It's the biggest pretend, and the guy completely disengages from his world, my world, my situation, my things. I want to say to Westerners that I promise you it's possible for a normal, cool guy like you and me, regular person who likes sports, who just like you and me, that the only prettiness that's relevant in the world is his wife's prettiness. I promise it's complete, not just possible, that's normal. That's the only, prettiness is his wife. What, what does it have to do with this is my wife? And he enjoys that, and there's no such thing as pretty but his wife. That's normal. That's normal. Except, the Yitzhahara tries to get you out of your world. Instead of being in your world, his wife, that he's wonderful, appreciative of how pretty and wonderful she is, his children, that he's appreciative of the great task of Hashem to raise his children, his parents, that Hashem lovingly gave him these as his parents, his parents, his journey, the challenges that exist in his journey, the task of a human being is, with, is to embrace his own journey and his own story that was created for him, the world that was created for him. And the task of a healthy person is to live comfortably and successfully in his world. It's interesting, in yeshiva, so we, we're not so tight on the dress code. And it has negative aspects. A dress code brings a certain formality. Tyra is very serious. Don't you ever, I screamed at a bucker here. He went to a beach and I was livid. I was livid and gave it to him. And the tzaddik accepted. A chutzpah, you go to a beach. Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. Don't you ever, ever think I'm in Waterbury. Everything goes craziness. Chas v'shalom. We're a place of ideals and values inappropriate. Preetso is not safe. For a bacher, that guy in there, it's not, don't ever, you don't understand the yeshiva, everything, water bear, everything, not true, not true. So, why do we allow everybody to dress differently? It has a big mila, a certain respectful type of dress, has a mila, has a mila, has a tremendous mila, a certain type of dress, has a big mila, formality, a seriousness. The reason we don't push dress code is be, we're, we're, our sense is that a lot of guys are coming from not feeling their own individuality, their own uniqueness, their own world. And our feeling is sometimes schools neglect that each kid has a world. Just behave and learn, behave and learn. Um, you know what I'm going through? Um, hello, does anybody like... No, behave, next, next, next. Your world matters, your story matters, your worries matters, your struggles matter. So in a yeshiva that's trying to tell your own uniqueness matters, we gain that guys can dress differently and we allow it and encourage it because it's not, the dress is not the point. But if that for a youngster helps a person feel I'm unique. I like in yeshiva, different guys look different ways. Now, one day you might end up dressing uniform. You didn't lose what is water break because that's not your uniqueness, unique dress. We use an external thing to bring out a very internal point that you are unique. One day you'll be in a yeshiva all black and white. You'll sit in the mirror. You're still unique.
You just won't need the external peace necessarily to have the uniqueness. Each person has a unique world purposely. I don't even know how you can compare. It's interesting. A guy's learning with more smud that's inspiring. I don't, the jealousy doesn't even like, when you one day have your own kids, you'll see their journey is so unique. It's like not even possible to compare. I never would say, Yaakov does this. Who do you want? Maishi. They're just unique. They have different missions, jobs, lives. It's like, how do you even compare? I don't even know how you'd start comparing. I don't know how you'd say to one kid, but he, they have a different world. Like, like what are you comparing? Apples and oranges. Do you ever say to an apple why you're not an orange? Do you ever say to an orange why you're not apple? He's an apple, he's an orange. I don't know. People are unique. And God designed the unique story. <laughs> Successful people are very firmly working their world. They're working. They're in tune to the uniqueness of their world. It's challenges, it's greatness, it's opportunities, it's obstacles. It was very much designed, Hashem designed, all your worries, all our thoughts, all our challenges was a uniquely designed world for us. Mati Dahan once gave a marshal in yeshiva. I don't know if it's his own. He taught it to me, so I want to give him credit. He said a marshal that I want everybody to hear. It's a brilliant marshal. It's a parable. Please listen to this marshal. He described, picture this. Avi, I want you to picture this. A guy's in a yeshiva. Avi, I think this picture is cool. A guy's in a yeshiva, and after the year, he's there for a year, after the year, he has tainas. He has legitimate tainas. He built up over the year. And, he, and he's very upset. He, gave, he was given funny roommates. And he's upset about that. Why did I have these roommates? It was very difficult to me, these roommates. He had all different things about the yeshiva. And he has a lot of tainas. He has a number of tainas that he doesn't understand. He walks into the principal's office. And he went there. He wasn't invited. He thought the principal was there. He knocked, knocked. Nobody answered. He walks in. And he sees on the principal's desk papers, and curiosity gets the better. I don't recommend this. There's no office here, no papers, so good luck. But the guy decides to look at the papers on the principal's desk. And he reads the papers, and he sees that the principal says about each guy in yeshiva different aspects of his personality. And to one, the principal purposely gives him a difficult mattress because he wants him to work on being more flexible. To what he writes like crazy, everything he went through, the principal was working with him and for him, and every single thing that he had a complaint on was done exact to bring out, to let him overcome, to work on exactly what he needed to work on. He's like sweating, he's like dazzled. Forget if it's true or not, just that the principal was thinking like that. He's like blown away. That muscle, it's not true here. Nobody's so smart, and many mistakes are made. But that visual is the visual of Hashem. Our world was designed, and we're supposed to be Mekadashem Shemaim in some way. And with a very big exactness, the challenges, everything about our world is carefully designed just for us. And for us to, to live our story, the bad parts, the good parts, every aspect was designed by Hashem so we can bring out the things. Hashem loves us and designed our lives exact. Successful people live their life. 
They engage in their world. They acknowledge and recognize this was the situation and are very realistic and practical with the situation handed to them. Very unsuccessful people are busy with others' world. And what the Mishnah is saying, it doesn't just say jealousy is bad. It doesn't say lust is bad, which it is. It doesn't say that covet is bad. It says all these things remove a person from the world. What world? Your world. They remove a person from the world. Which world? His world. That's what Kenan Taib and Kavad does. The person in history, to me, who most represents living your world, who most represents staying in your lane. I once asked the Bachar, I asked a guy who learned in this yeshiva, who's made it very wealthy, Baruch Hashem, and is having a very successful life. Somebody stole condom out of a lot of money. Somebody conned him out of ten, tens of thousands of dollars. So I asked this guy, what did you learn from the story? And he told me, he's a very thinking person who adjusts and learns from life's challenges. He said, I learned stay in your lane. He felt that he had ways to make money and has ways. And he like left his own sugya to try to like, he saw richness somewhere and ran there. He said, I learned from this story, stay in your lane. And Yosef Atzadik represents the stay in your lane. He's a 17-year-old good-looking kid. The entire Egypt wants his attention. Every pretty, every girl in the country, it's psukim, b'noi sadalai shur. Girls would climb the fence to look to stare at him. Chazal say they were throwing ornaments at Yosef, trying to like get his attention. They would throw bracelets and rings to try to get his attention. And we're taught about Yosef Atzadik that he stays pure. He stays pure. He becomes the first king of the Jewish people. If you're so in control of yourself, you can be a king to others. If you can't control yourself, you can't, you can't be a king to others. He becomes the first Melech Yisrael. What's the secret of Yosef Atzadik? Everybody wants him, is going after him, and he stays in his lane. The language of Chazal about Yosef Atzadik, his ayin was loizan. Picture Yosef, he's walking down the street and girls are whistling to him, trying to get his attention. And he's very nice. Oh, good afternoon. Friendly and nice and doesn't move an inch out of what he's supposed to be. Says Chazal, his ayin is loizan. His eyes didn't have pleasure from that which is not his. So it doesn't say his eyes didn't look at pritzos. It doesn't say it's usher to look at it. It says it was Eina Shaloi. It's not his. His eye did not look at what's not his. It says about Yosef HaTzadik, he had chen. And the source of his charm, it's amazingly charming when a person lives his world. Yosef had chen. This is the secret of Yosef's chen. Is his ayim was loizan mimashena shaloi. His eyes did not look. Rev Ezi wrote about this in, in one of the forwards. I know a guy in my life from young ages did not look at inappropriate things. He's one of the most loved people I ever met in his life. I've seen this in my life. People who guard their eyes are very loved. There's a very deep point that you're very in your own world and people love that. That's attractive. You're comfortable in your own skin. And the guy who's very not in his world, not honest with his world, not embracing of his world, 
he's busy with others, there's almost no person there to love. A lot of the charm of Yosef HaTzadik, the chain of Yosef HaTzadik, was the Midah's ayin was laizan mi His eye didn't grab, it's not mine. When a girl would try to grab for his attention, he said, not my world. Not my world. She's pretty wonderful. wonderful. The, the Yaifi has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. There's a very healthy living of my world, of embracing your world, knowing your world, being in touch with your world. This Mishnah to me is so powerful. It's saying something specific. Jealousy removes you from your world. You're busy with another. What are you? What are you busy with? His world. What does it have to do with you? By the way, if the guy's learning Yom of Alayla, that's in his world. Is excellent, wonderful. Now embrace your world. Be mekadeshem shemayim from the place of your world, from the conditions you're given, from the circumstances that were perfectly designed. You have a world. Live it. There are people whose own world they don't spend time in their own world. The country and the desire for, 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 for the, what's on internet to look at inappropriate things is one big world that's trying to tell a guy, come out of your world. Ignore your own world. It's a world of pretend, a world of imagination, everything to suck the guy out of the reality of his world. The beauty of his world, the precious journey that exists in the world that was so carefully formed for him. Live your world Celebrate your world. Bring out Kiddush Shemayim in your world. Lust, Kenna, lust, Taiva, Maitzian, Asadam, and Oilam. They remove a person. There's a Gemara in the Dharam that I have to read with the guys. Please listen to this Gemara. Blush in the Gemara in the Dharam. It's a gorgeous language. It's not the best. Thank you. It's not the best. If everybody could hear the Lushen, I find, Avi, I want you to hear the Lushen in this Gemara. I find it magical. I find the language of great haircut, Avi. Excellent, excellent. Who gave the haircut? That's. What? Moshe Levy. Wow. Walking advertisement. Tell people this way they'll go to. Yeah. We all have. Uh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Good question. Good question. Let me, let me read, if I could read to the Hebrew, Gemara Nadarim Yehuda. To me, this Gemara is magical. I, I think every human being can relate to this Gemara. It's one of my favorite Gemaras in Shas. I tend any Gemara Nadarim to already appreciate because I learned it with my own dad. And you'll see a Gemara about your journey. Please listen to this Gemara, everybody. Maisha, I want you to open your heart. It's a Gemara I've studied a few times. I can't get enough of this Gemara. Please listen to this Gemara, Bensi. Says the Gemara in the Dharam Testament. Listen to this Gemara. Sheminat Sadik said, Miyamai, my whole life, Layachalti Asham Nazir I would never eat a Nazir who becomes Tameh. A Nazir becomes Tameh. He brings a carbon. And I would never eat from it. The reason he wouldn't eat from it is, is he was worried. Sheminat Sadik was worried. The Nazir would regret his Naziris. Since he would be Taya, it wasn't really a Nazir. And he was worried that he's then eating Macholoi Sasuris. Ela Pamachas, one time. 
one time I ate a Nazir, Tamei, because I knew this Nazir was the most real Nazir. Listen to this story. Pamachas. Mice, check out this story. Open your heart, your mind. Ben, listen to this story. Pamachas, one time. One time. I want a guy, this summer is going to come. I want you not to go to the beach. I want you to think I have my veld. There's a part of a person, if you hear, there's a little voice when a guy goes, you're not let it go mix swimming, but there's a voice that a guy says, I hope like, I hope I come out of my world. He's hoping for trouble. And there's an aspect of leaving your own world. And you're hoping almost to get out of you. Your world is wonderful. Your world, your world. Listen to this story. Pamachas, one time, please listen to this story. Ba'adam Echad, a man came to Sheminat Sadik, Nazir Minadurum. He was a Nazir from the south. I like it's Durham, it's Durham. It says a Nazir came from Durham. Listen to this story. Everybody knows what's the end of a Nazir. What happens? A Nazir is 30 days a Nazir. The guy had beautiful, I appreciate beautiful hair. Probably because I don't have much. And I see a Bachar as good hair. I think it's very important. I like Avi Weiner's and gorgeous hair, but excellent. Excellent. Very important. Yeah, very important. Person has... So listen to this story. Listen to this story. He says, I saw a Nazir in Adarim. Now what happens at the end of the Naziris, Hevra? What happens at the end of the Naziris? He's going to cut his hair. He's going to be bald. Shaved it off. You have to. So, so he says, I saw this Nazir, Vra'isiv, says Shemenat Sadik's talking, I see this guy, Shalom. Shu Yifei Naim, he had beautiful eyes. Good looking fella. Taiv Ra'i, Taiv Ra'i, I understand, he had good complexion. Very good skin, a good looking fella. Kivutsaisav Sidurai Slay Taltalim, his hair was neatly braided. Shmaka hair. Kivutsaisav is his locks. Sturis like Taltalim were braided beautifully. He was a good looking fella. Amarti Lai says Shimonatsada to this Nazir, this shocking. He says, Banai, my son, Maraisa, what did you see? Lahashka to destroy your hair. Why you become a Nazi? What are you doing? Hashem gave you beautiful hair, Mechatesi. Zeana, this pleasure. It's a pleasure. Interesting, you called it a hana. It's a pleasure. A good-looking fellow there's a, gives a confidence. It's a very... Th- this world, it's godly. Good looks are important. Don't put down anything on this earth. Good looks are important. Don't ever forget that. Skills. This world's an important place. Gifts from Hashem. To the point that Shimon HaTzadik sees a person who's going to shave his hair and he's upset at him. Why'd you do that? What do you do? It's amazing. If you stop the Gemara right here, I already changed my life. We have people who mock this world, who make fun. That's not a tyrannic attitude at all. This world's a very... Things that are physical, by the way, have very godly reasons for it. Very important. There's a God, Hashem put himself and was mitzamsem in this world. Good looks is very important. Very. It's very important gift. As are all the physical gifts of the world. The Torah speaks about physical gifts. Strength is very important. Somebody strong is a hanah, is a pleasure that's important. You know, you, know you can't be a prophet. It says a navi has to be a giver, has to be strong. 
very important. He's a strong man. People have such funny views. You have Gusman, the great Sadiq Rav Gusman was physically an axe. He was very strong. People have views like being that Sadiq somehow is a person who's somehow who's not strong. Who's, it's, it's, couldn't be further from the truth. A, a Navi has to be a Giber, physically strong. Physical gifts are important. And Shimonat Sadik sees a Nazir with beautiful hair and he says, My son, what are you doing? destroy your hair, Zana. Amr Ali and he responds, listen to what he says. Amr Ali, the Nazir, says back to Shimonat Sadik, I was a shepherd for my father in my city. A small time shepherd for his dad. Such a touching, like the shepherd, a shepherd already is a humble fellow. It's not like a shepherd's out, but not just a shepherd. At least he could be like a big time shepherd. He's a shepherd for his dad. It's so touching. In his own city, like a local shepherd, at least you're a big time shepherd. He's a shepherd for his dad in his city. You know, he never even made it out of his own city. It's not like he made it to the big time. He's a shepherd for his dad in his city. Local shepherd, local kind of guy. And he's doing a job loyally shepherding his dad's sheep. Halachti lemalois mayim and this And this local shepherd goes to fill up water from the well. He's filling up water to, to give his sheep to drink. Then istakalti bibabua shali, and he saw his reflection. Upach azala yitzri yamayetzahara jumped on me. Try to destroy me from the world. What is he talking about? What's the story? He's a shepherd. He looks in the water and his Yetzirah try to destroy him from his world. What is he talking about? Somebody know Pshat in the Gemara? My Yetzirah came and tried to kill me. Doesn't notice the words. What the Yetzirah tried to do? Mm-hmm. To take me out of the world. Like that Mishnah. Kenna. My Yetzer came. What is he talking? You know what he's talking about? He looked in his reflection. And he said, you're bigger than this. You're your shepherd for your father. He sees his looks in the mirror. And he says, you know the things, you know the possibilities in the world? A guy like you should. <laughs> I have seen, not I've seen. I don't know a person who this hasn't happened to. I don't know a person at older ages, no matter what they're doing, who doesn't have moments they say, this, you're, you're bigger than this. You could do better things than this. And he hears in the Yetzirah, Bikish Tardenim, you're trying to destroy me from my world. I have a world where I'm very successful. I have a place, a point, a mission, and a purpose. And as Yetzirah tries to tell him, you're bigger than this. <laughs> he looks in the mirror, he sees a good-looking guy, he sees charisma. He sees, you know, you, could, you know the possibilities in the world? And the Yetzirah will constantly do that to us all. We'll do that in terms of your shidduch. We'll do that in terms of your job, in terms of your house, in terms of your car. The Yitzhahara will be busy because the life success is about embracing your world. He'll try to get you to reject your world. And that's what this Nazir said that the Yitzhahara tried to destroy me. Amarti loy, I said to the Yitzhahara, Russia, 
What are you being a Balgaiv in a world that's not yours? He called it Ba'ilam. You're trying to move me to a place that's not mine. I have my world. I have my accomplishments. What I do for my dad, my city, my family. And you're trying to get me to, 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 to place that's not me. That's not my place. And he says, Avoid, I'm skipping a little. I swear, I'm cutting it off for the heavens. I'm going to cut off my hair. And I swear, I'm cutting off his hair will grow back. But temporarily, I'm parting from my hair. It's trying to get me to places that I'm not. It's trying to get me out of my own world. Miyad Shemnat Sadik says immediately, Amadati, I stood up. I kissed him on his head. And I said to this Nazir, Bini, my son, like you, you should have Nazirim in Klai Yisrael. On you it is said, This beautiful Nazir, who chapped that the Yitzhar is trying to take you out of your world. Your mission, your station, your place. And you'll have many, many Yetzirahs trying to tell you to make a tract of a lot of other things because the Yetzirah, the, the deepest person who embraces his world. I just love this story. The guy's a shepherd for his father in his city. His city, his city. I have a city, I have a place. Beautiful place. How many people have moved at times when they had a tremendous standing in their city? Tremendous mission to accomplish where they were. How many people have been sucked out by this Yetzirah? In all different types of guises and disguises, as the Yetzirahs want to do, he's very cunning. He's melumad bar mimus. So he'll have different ways to present this. But in so many ways, he'll try to entice a person to go to different worlds. I have, I have seen this in my own life under many guises and many Yetzirahs you could do more. Many offers will come your way to do different types of jobs and, different, and you'll always have all different ways of rationalizing and ways of the Yetzirahs loves this. Everything but manning your post. Being the guy who loyally and doodly does your job. My first grade Rebbe who's been a massive force, who was a massive force in my life, has been a first grade Rebbe now for over 50 years. Do you think he had many opportunities? He's very talented to do many things. He found a mission and for 50 years has manned his post. Doodly, loyally manned his post. That's a person who engaged in his world. Who engaged and embraced his world, my world. That's a, he has a lot of chen, not surprisingly. He's a lovable person. There's a tremendous chain to a person whose ayin is not zan mimashen shaloi. There's a tremendous lack of charm to a person who's busy out of his world, who's trying to run away from his world, trying to find a different belt. I think this point of the Mishnah, kina taiv lust is full of that. Lust is trying to get a person, come out of your world. Come out of the, the world that's supposed to be yours, your realistic, practical world. Come imagine with me. Explore a world that's not yours. If ever I would call another name for the Dvaram Asim on the internet, I would call it Oilam She'ena Shalcha, the world that's not yours. The Oilam, stop looking at a world that's not yours. 
a world that's not yours. Examine your world. Revel in your world. Enjoy your world. Don't be busy with a world. We've had a, we've had, we have a beautifully designed world that's ours that we could sparkle and delight in a world that's very much our world. The Yitzhahara, if you want to define him, is always busy, get a guy, knock him out of his world. He sees another bach of the jealousy, that's just the way you're bringing him out of his world. He wants to remove you, and your world remained a beautiful world designed for you, to sparkle, to shine, to be mekadosh shemayim, and the Yitzhahara leaves you, the guy's, nobody's home. Like, my visual... Can I, can I, I have sports visuals usually. I have a visual of animals. I like the zoo, a quirk. I'd much rather, I will one day, it's on my bucket list, but Lee Nether, me and my wife, we're, we think when we're going to do it, I will end up in Kruger Park. First of all, I love Yaakov Coco, so it's near him. But second of all, I'm tempted, all zoos are shtickle pretend. They're not organic. They like set up. But Kruger Park's the real deal. It's, it's, it's out there and it's, you're seeing animals in the wild. It's not pretend. But I, one day I'll go to Kruger Park. Till I get to Kruger Park, what I have is zoos, which is like a pretend is an orchestrated. It's not very organic. The word contrived, it's set up. My, my visual for this, for Kinataiba covered, tell me if you've ever had this. You go to the zoo, so you always go to different cages, and they set up the cage. Each animal, they give him all the things from this, the African plains. They'll set up, they make a certain temperature, and they have the backdrop for the animal. Exactly what it's what it's need. What this is a big. This will be word of the day. This is a huge zoo word. Anybody who's been to zoos knows this word. I'm going to mispronounce it. I ask help from the chaver to say it right. I only know it from reading it at every zoo I've ever been to. The word that I can't say is indigenous. Did anybody ever hear the word indigenous? Is that right? What is the word? It's the word of the day. Who do you know what the word indigenous means? Please look it up, Avi. Indi- indigenous. It's used for people also. Yeah, of course. For Native Americans. 100%. You know what the word meant? Bless your soul. Abby. You know what indigenous means? I want sophisticated Benetar to say the word. Indigenous. Perfect. Michal, you know what it means? From that area. From that area. Read indigenous. Native to. Indigenous means native to. It means like every area has animals. There even people can be indigenous. This area, Kilu, produces those animals. That's their natural habitat. It's a very big zoo word, indigenous. And what they try to do at the zoo is each cave, each cage, they make it with the, like, as it, they make it the temperature of that place. This animal's indigenous. I don't know if you have to say indigenous too, but it comes from Africa, comes wherever it comes from, the Amazon rainforest. And they try to create the, all, those, all the background and the culture that the animals used to. Whenever you get to a cage, Johnny, you'll relate, whenever you get to a cage, you look for the animal in there. And sometimes, frustratingly, you have a whole beautiful cage and you're looking and, the, and you read up about it, you know, the type of animal is, and you just can't. Sometimes the, the animal's ve'enenu, it's not in the cage. You always like they design this whole fancy. I was like, where the animal go? I zoos. Some zoos have more of that. You go to some zoos. That's, I always wonder if they're shtickle liars and like 
<laughs> like the animals away, he's on vacation, like if they just <laughs> pretended, like, and you spend time at the zoo, any zoo goer knows that you spend significant time looking at cages, you're looking up and down for the animal that's supposed to be there, and he's just not. You know, I always want to know the backstory. Did the animal die? Is he on vacation? <laughs> like, what happened? But this is very common in a zoo that you go to a particular cage, Veinenu, and the animal's not there. You're busy, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a very frustrating part of zoo going, but it just is what it is. Now, <laughs> you always wonder, you know, you always just wonder. You don't always get answers like, uh, where is that African, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. The, the bottom line is that it's a very good visual because our Hashem designed the whole world for us. Are you in it? Many of us are that cage where we had a whole world designed for, for you to function and flourish and you're, nobody's home in your world. You're busy in other worlds. But there was a cage that was designed for you. I don't want to call it a cage because that sounds... There was a beautiful world, a habitat that was designed for you. Your world is indigenous for you. And all of us have a world that's indigenous and it's designed only for me. It's a new context of Bishvili Nivra Ilam. My world was designed only for one person, one person only. And it had all the specifications of what I need. You wouldn't relate. It wasn't designed for you. It was designed for me. And it's, 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 just, it's just so many details, very subtle and endless details designed for my journey and my story of Kiddush <laughs> And then how many cages are empty with people looking elsewhere? <laughs> we made something for the Persian fax. <laughs> and there's no like, everything was designed. It has all the specifications. They must have worked very hard to plant those trees, get that temperature. Every detail's there, except the fax is not there. The red fox, the white fox, the whatever. Everything's designed except the fox is not there. And many of us in our own world, it's all designed for our journey and our story, but we're just not there. We're just completely not engaging my parents, my siblings, my story, my unique things. Engage it and live it. Live your story. I literally, it's funny, the last 24 hours, we've had many guests to Durham. And people come here trying to like, what is going on here? Like looking around there, a base, friendly, what's happening? Like so many uniqueness. I would say it's a world of many worlds. Now, Ruben Yona pointed out that something called Naisei Barlum Chavera, we can each very much try to understand each other's world. It's not a lonely place. We need each other. We share a world. But the sense that each person has unique circumstances for his life and the person embracing and living his journey comfortably, successfully, really living his story is the successful Ebed Hashem. People start to see us, Yishar Sefer, we love, and he starts that a person has to know what's his in his world. He doesn't say in the world, he says in his world. What's your, what's your duties in your world? So this is the topic I wanted to share with the guys today. Learn about your world. Enjoy your world. 
embrace your world, get busy in your world, and all of us should have success. There's a tremendous chen. There's a tremendous charm to the person who's engaged in his world. It's charming, it's attractive to others. He like fits his skin. There's somebody home, there's somebody embracing, there's a tremendous charm to the person who lives his world. There's people, there's a comfort, there's a person who's comfort. Be, be home in your world. Avoid anything you deem as Eilam Shena Shel It's not your world. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.